Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Final hour of power here on this Monday night edition of overtime, Nuggets in charge with Linnell Willingham taking you up to 10 o'clock before we dish the rock to the JR Sport Brief Show. I wanted to switch gears here a little bit in the final hour of the program. We'll talk a little bit more hoops here. We, we were talking the Kyrie Irving situation to top off the show. Now it's time to get a little local flavor in here. The Washington Wizards. And we want to talk about having an ugly weekend. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. Just an absolutely horrendous, disastrous weekend uh, for the D.C. family. Friday and Saturday night, back-to-back, blown 20-point leads. And they made history. It was the first team over the last 25 seasons to lose when leading by 20-plus points on consecutive days. And tonight, no better. 2.09 left to go in the fourth quarter. They're down 114-88 at the hands of the Cleveland Cavaliers. And Look, I, I, I'm at a point where sat up here yesterday for three hours and almost blew a gasket talking about this group and how frustrating it's been to watch this group underperform. Vic, we have breaking news. There's a Johnny Davis sighting in tonight's Wizards game. That's, that's how you know. This is just it shows you exactly where we are. You know the game's over and out of reach when your most recent top ten pick is in the game. That's horrible. And much has been made of, you know, Johnny Davis and the struggles he's had on the G League level. It just hadn't been a good pick. Let's call it what it is. He's played four minutes thus far tonight. He's 0 for 2 from the field. Minus one net rating. I mean, it it is uh, interesting to say the least, man. Johnny Davis, though, the least of Washington's problems right now. When you're down 114-88, I mean, it's a lot more than just one guy uh, as a problem. I want to look at. I want to look at this thing as a whole. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? And I mentioned this earlier when we opened up the show. The Wizards' inability to overcome adversity has really been their detriment this year, because when healthy, to their credit, when healthy, this group is pretty good. 
Chris Porzingis, Bradley Beal, Kyle Kuzma. They make up one of the more formidable trios in all of basketball. There's no doubt about that. The problem is they have shown no ability to maintain health. And if I would have told you this summer that Washington was going to struggle to stay healthy, immediately would have pointed fingers at Chris Dapps Porzingis. He would have been the immediate culprit. He would have been the guy that you thought was in and out of the lineup. Newsflash, Wizards fans, it's not Chris Dapps Porzingis who can't stay healthy. It's our $250 million man, Bradley Beal. Not only can Bradley Beal not stay healthy, he's somehow turned into the worst clutch performer in all of basketball. Anytime you lead the NBA in clutch turnovers, that's a telltale sign that you're not getting the damn job done. And when I look at all the problems that currently exist with the Washington Wizards, all roads lead back to paying Bradley Beal 250 M's and giving him a no-trade clause this summer. That's where the root of your problems lie with this franchise. Point blank, period. Then rocket science. When you choose to allocate that type of resources, that type of financial commitment to one player, and they can't even stay in the lineup, of course you're going to struggle. Of course you're going to struggle. And the thing that the thing that's got me most frustrated with this is this roster and the lack of depth that they have is a direct reflection of the contract they gave Brad Beal. I tweeted it out two weeks ago. The best course of action right now for the Washington Wizards, if, if you're me, if I'm Ted Leonsis, if I'm Tommy Shepard, I got to get Bradley Beal the hell up out of here. And it's no slight to Brad. Love him as a person. Pillar in the community. From a roster building standpoint, you can't put together a competitive outfit with one guy taking up your cap. And I know other teams in the NBA are built this way. But let's just take a look here. And look at the top five highest paid players in the NBA. The highest paid players in all of basketball right now. There's one name that just doesn't that just doesn't belong. And I hate doing this because it feels like I'm slighting the kid and, and I'm I'm hating. But it is what it is. The highest paid player in basketball based on their AAV is Nikola Jokic, who's making $54 million this year. The second name on this list of the highest paid players in basketball is none other than D.C.'s own Bradley Beal. He's in the first year of a $251 million deal. Bradley Beal is making $50 million this year. 50. Are we surprised that Washington's struggling right now? I mean, we knew this was a bad idea when they did it this summer. It's just, as a fan base, we were too emotionally attached to Bradley Beal, the player. We weren't thinking about the potential long-term ramifications that giving him this max extension would have. Because now, you don't have the roster flexibility that some other teams have. And guess what? You don't have the talent that other teams have either. The Wizards missed the boat on Bradley Beal. 
you should have sold. You should have strike. What, what's the phrase that they use? You strike while the iron is hot. Is that what I was trying to say? Yeah. They should have striked while the iron was hot. Last summer and the summer before last, Bradley Beal was one of the most highly coveted trade pieces in the market. Yet Washington decided to double down and be loyal, keeping our guys here in-house. We need a face of our franchise. Guess what? Bradley Beal signed this contract mm, August, eight, nine months ago. At that point in time, he was the most popular player on the Washington Wizards when he signed that deal in August. You fast forward, though, here to February, Bradley Beal's not even the most popular dude on the team. Kyle Kuzma, by all intents and purposes, is the face of the Washington Wizards. And I know, just being a man who's played sports and has an ego, that's got to drive Bradley Beal insane. Are you kidding? That's got to drive Bradley Beal insane. Whose bobblehead night was it this year? Wasn't a Bradley Beal bobblehead night. It was a Kyle Kuzma bobblehead night. So not only not only is Kyle Kuzma overtook Bradley Beal as the most popular wizard, when you really go look at the numbers, he might have taken over Bradley Beal as the most productive member of the Washington Wizards. Bear with me here. Bear with me. Bradley Beal right now is the second leading scorer on the Washington Wizards. He's a tick behind Chris Dapps Porzingis who's averaging 22.5 points per game. Bradley Beal averaging 22.4 points per game. But when you look at this, man, the numbers are staggering. Kyle Kuzma, in comparison, is averaging 21 points per game. But Kuz is also giving you eight rebounds and four assists. It's more than Bradley Beal is giving you. The fact of the matter is this. As we sit here on February the 6th, 2023, Bradley Beal is no longer the face of the Washington Wizards. And if he's going to be making that type of money, he's got to be the face of the Washington Wizards, right? Let's go back to the health standpoint. Chris Stapps Porzingis was supposed to be the guy we were all worried about whether or not he could stay healthy. He's played and started in 44 games this year. That's 14 more than Bradley Beal. So now who's the real issue? I could talk about this till I'm blue in the face, man. The bottom line is the Wizards and their inability to overcome adversity has killed them this year. They can't stay healthy, and when they're not healthy, they can't win. Point blank. Tonight, another example of that. Down 30 at home to the Cleveland Cavaliers. And what's so frustrating about this, what's so frustrating about this is that I feel like the Washington Wizards right now are really, truly blowing a golden opportunity. Because let's be honest, what's the, what's the goal and mindset and mentality of Billionaire Ted? Billionaire Ted wants to sell playoff tickets at Cap One Arena, right? In order to do that, you got to have a home playoff game. How do you do that? By winning the play-in tournament and becoming one of the top eight seeds in the Eastern Conference. As it currently sits... Washington, after their loss tonight, and they have officially lost, the score has went final. Washington was 114-91 losers at the hands of the Cleveland Cavaliers. That loss, their third straight, I might add, drops them to the 12th seed 
in the Eastern Conference playoff picture. They're tied with the Indiana Pacers for the 10 seed. Three-way tie going on. Washington does not win the tiebreaker, obviously, in that scenario because the Pacers have spanked Washington every time they played them this year outside of the opener. Call that what it is. The thing is, though, if you're D.C., like I said, you're, you're squandering a golden opportunity here because before tonight's game, you were four and a half games back of Miami for the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference. So think about it. As bad as it might feel right now for Washington, they're a good two-week stretch of basketball away from being a top-six seed in the Eastern Conference. Once again, Bradley Beal out tonight, Kyle Kuzma out tonight. Both of those dudes, Kuzma's listed as day-to-day with an ankle sprain. Bradley Beal's situation might be something that ends up being more lengthy. We don't know yet. But, man, I don't know. At some point... Someone's got to be held responsible. And I'm now starting to look at head coach Wes Unsell Jr., and here's why. Anytime you're blowing leads like this, the way this franchise has over the past two seasons, anytime you're blowing leads at this rate, the head coach has got to be under the microscope. He's got to be. I don't remember the last time I've seen a coach blow so many big leads in his first two years on the job. And this is no exaggeration. Every chance the Wizards get, they blow a big lead. I don't know if they get steamed up by it. I don't know if it turns them on. Whatever it is, the Wizards, for some reason, when they're up big, cannot close it out. I gave you the stat from this weekend. The first team over the past 25 seasons to lose when leading by 20-plus points on consecutive days. Cool. Let's go back to December 17th of 2022. The Wizards, at the time, 11-10 on the season, nine losses in a row. It was tied for the longest losing streak in franchise history. Under the watch of Wes Unsell Jr. So look, I understand that he's got growing pain, that he's got to overcome being a rookie coach. But at some point, man, young coach, inexperienced coach or not, you've got to be held accountable. This roster, although they lack depth and they're kind of top-heavy, He should be doing more with this group. He should. Point blank, period. And I understand Bradley Beal's contract has hampered this team from acquiring legitimate depth. But, man, look, you got to coach dudes up. I understand West Unsell Jr. doesn't play any minutes, ever. Zero minutes a night for West Unsell Jr. I just think we got to see him continually on a more consistent basis Put guys in position to be successful. Go back to November 4th of 2022. The Wizards suffered a 42-point loss at the hands of the 76ers, the worst home defeat in franchise history. All of this is under the watch of Wes Unsell Jr. Go back to last year when really all of this started to me. I'll never forget. I believe I was producing a Georgetown game that night. The Wizards blow a 35-point deficit against the Los Angeles Clippers, the second-largest blown lead in the play-by-play era. What's the common theme in all of these blown events? Wes Unsell Jr. I'm not saying you got to fire Wes Unsell Jr., but, man, something's got to give, whether it's a rotation changing. Show me something. Show me an ability to make adjustments in-game on the fly. That's what we don't see enough from this guy. 
And I feel like the coaches, excuse me, I feel like the players are starting to get frustrated with Wes Unsell Jr. as well. The thing is, though, when you look at the Washington Wizards and you look at Wes Unsell Jr., this is the guy we all wanted. Son of a franchise legend. You couldn't have drew it up any better than this. It's just not working here through a season and a half of play. It's not. I'm not saying he needs to be fired, but at some point, we got to look at things a little differently. And this is, this is where I get a kick out of it because when things get messy, I, I, I tend to find humor in it. Kamaya Beal, the wife of Bradley Beal. If you go in her likes on Twitter, let me read you some of the tweets that Kamaya Beal has liked over the past 48 hours. This is on the coach. You don't allow teams to make runs and not use your timeouts. And West substitution patterns are horrible. That was a tweet liked by Kamaya Beal. Here's another tweet liked by Kamaya Beal. All caps. West gotta go. Bring in an experienced coach that can manage the talent on this team while we still have them. Liked by Kamaya Beal. The third and final tweet that she liked, fire Wes immediately. So clearly, clearly there's some frustration from Bradley Beal about Wes Unsell Jr. and the job that he's doing. I was texting with a source yesterday who works very closely with that basketball team. I'm going to go read the text message exactly so I can get my words correct. I said, do you think Brad is upset that the offense runs through Chris Dabbs Porzingis? Source texts me back, yeah, doesn't look like he's having fun out there. That, in combination with Kamaya Beal liking negative tweets about Wes Unsell Jr., lets me know that maybe, just maybe, Bradley Beal's getting restless and upset about what's happening here through the first half of the season with the Wizards. When you sign up for five years, $251 million, the expectation is that you're more competitive. And that hadn't been the case for this group. But you see, Wizards fans, Bradley Beal being malcontent, Bradley Beal being upset, that's the first hint of good news we've had all season. The quicker he gets upset, the quicker we can ship his ass out of here. He's got to go. You cannot win a championship with Bradley Beal being your Batman. Point blank, period. But some will say, well, Lanell, you know the goal of the Wizards isn't to win a championship. It's to sell tickets and get that playoff money over at Capital One Arena. You know what I'd say to said Wizards fans who would say that to me? You're right. You're 110% right. We'll have Josh Robbins of The Athletic join us in about 15 minutes or so. I want to take your calls, though. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. It's a therapy session. I'm trying to take the pulse of the Washington Wizards fan base. They're coming off a 114-91 loss tonight. It's their third straight loss. Where do we go from here? one 800 636 1067, this is the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Coming up in about six minutes, Josh Robbins, who covers the Washington Wizards for The Athletic, uh, set to join the program. We'll get the latest on the D.C. family. Coming off of their 114-91 loss to the Cleveland Cavaliers earlier and Really, that loss tonight, no Bradley Beal, no Kyle Kuzma. It really just shows you the problem, though, when you build a team with the ceiling of competing in the play-in tournament. Anytime you have multiple injuries to key guys, the rest of your roster are just simply unable to compete. I want to take the pulse of this Wizards fan base right now. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Where are the Wizards at right now? Where do we go from here? Three straight losses. The injuries are starting to pile up. And it really just feels like all season long, this basketball team has shown no ability to overcome adversity. And they've got the fourth easiest schedule down the stretch in the second half of the season. The big question is, can they stay healthy? And if they don't stay healthy, what type of trickle-down effect does that have on the rest of this team? And Potentially re-signing Kyle Kuzma this summer. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. Jonathan Zimanassis. What's going on, Jonathan? Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Look, the, the problem with the Wizards is the same problem they had under Eddie Jordan, the same problem they had under Scott Brooks, and now Wes Unsell Jr. None of those coaches took defense seriously. They might have a game here or there because they get blown out and they say, okay, we're going to we're going to talk about defense in practice for a day, but they don't really take it seriously. They're not Greg Popovich, where if you don't play defense, you sit on the bench, period. Uh, you know, the Dallas Mavericks, they got to their first finals because they got away from Don Nelson and Avery Johnson got them to play defense. And then they won their first championship because of their defensive play. And, of course, Davisky was brilliant. Um, but also, it's like, I wish you had the uh, post-game uh, uh, conf- uh, news conference uh, of Flip Saunders when he called out his team for their lack of defense, saying that he, at 54 years old, could have dribbled around them. He was furious, and it was hilarious. And it, they deserved to hear it at the time, and they deserve to hear it now. And the coach deserves to hear it. Uh, take the last two times the Wizards were in serious contention to go for a conference finals. That was under Randy Whitman. 
Go look at the defensive stats for them that year. I swear they were in the top five, maybe even in the top three. Um, I don't have much else to say. But, yeah, if your coach doesn't coach defense and teach it seriously, then he deserves to be fired. Every one of their blown leads can be attributed to it. it it's just pathetic. And, I've, and I'm really tired of it. I've been dealing with this for, like, ever since uh, Eddie Jordan became coach. You know, you want Mike D'Antoni and no defense? You're not going to get anywhere. Forget it. I hate that pace and, pace and space garbage and all this stuff and trying to be up-tempo and run a 20-second shot clock nonsense. Slow the game down. Play defense. I'm sorry your players aren't going to score as many points, but they'll win games, including against teams that are supposed to beat them. That's all I got to say. Shane. Hello. What's going yeah. on, buddy? Going well, my friend. How's it going over there in the USFA? It's going, it's going good, my man. What, what, are, what are your thoughts on the Wizards? Uh, they will only go as far as the health will take them. Uh, fortunately, this has got to be one of the worst Wizards team for our team as far as health. Uh, we knew that coming in with Bill and, 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 and Kuzma. I mean, they're just unhealthy right now. And unfortunately, they're just a playing team. Uh, and their health will take them as far as they can. That's any league in the, any team in the league right now. But, you know, the well, Bills well, it's not just any team in the league, though, man. There's no way your ceiling no, should be, right. like, and I've been to be a play-in team you're with right. a $250 million player. It's just ridiculous. Right, right, right. And I've been telling my buddy that, and he's trying to put it in my head. But you're right. It's not every team in the league. This team is pretty much on uh, crutches coming in. Then, and I'm sick and tired of, of the injuries. I don't know if it's a training staff. I play collegiate football. I call on the show all the time, JP and – and uh, show, but mm-hmm. look, here's the thing: it's got to come down to the training staff or whatever it is. This is the most unhealthiest team right now in the league, and all they do is sign guys that that can't play uh, a full season. I mean, I mean, I can get it setting out because you're tired and trying to like like the old age and everything. But come on, this is a young team with a lot of injuries right now, and and unfortunately, we are we're out. We're handicapped. It sucks right now to be a DC fan in any sport right now, and that's just where we're at. Uh, they're they're just a, a nice seed coming in, you know. I'm a Celtics fan, and but I support this team. Uh, but you know what the I'm difference is, and Shane. I and I know what the difference is, Shane. And I'll, I'll I'll answer us off the air. The difference between the Boston Celtics and the Washington Wizards very simple. The Boston Celtics hit on their draft picks, and the Washington Wizards don't. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, Josh Robbins, who covers the Wizards for the Athletic, is set to join us next, right here on Overtime. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It's overtime here on 1067 The Fan, always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Youngest in charge with Linnell Willingham taking you up to 10 o'clock before we dish the rock to the JR Sport Brief Show. Right now, I want to continue our conversation uh, surrounding the Washington Wizards. Joining us on the BetQL guest hotline to help us do so is Josh Robbins of The Athletic. You can follow him on Twitter at Joshua B. Robbins. What's going on, Josh? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Always, always a pleasure, my friend. Look, obviously, uh, the weekend, none too kind to the Washington Wizards. From your vantage point, what went wrong, and do you have confidence that they can turn this thing around here? Well, they had a lot A lot went wrong. They couldn't guard any of Portland's or Brooklyn's guards. Uh, they stopped their ball movement in the second half when both of those teams started to amp up their defense. And, yeah, this is what happens when you have a, a middle-of-the-road team. They're much more... Uh, prone to these kind of very broad swings. And in this case, it, it came back to bite them very, very badly. When you look at the specifics of what happened on Saturday and Friday night, the team obviously blowing back-to-back 20-point leads, What's what's got to give with this group right now? It felt like they were starting to turn a corner here. They've obviously got some ground to make up in the Eastern Conference playoff picture if they want to make the play-in tournament. I know health has been a big issue for this group. Uh, do you have trust in them to continue to stay healthy for the second half of the season, and do you expect them to be buyers at the trade deadline? I don't expect I don't expect them to be healthy from here on out, only because they haven't been so far. Right. And uh, Bradley Beal has tended to miss games, uh, this season especially. Uh, in terms of what they're going to attempt to do at the deadline, I think they're going to try to upgrade the team. They're going to try to add uh, players. I think it's going to be a little bit difficult for them because they don't have many first-round draft picks that they can trade and because their young guys don't have a tremendous amount of value. So uh, one of the things, one of the hallmarks of Tommy Shepard's general managership is his creative and, and smart trading, and he's going to have to lean on that in this case because he doesn't have a lot of um, draft pick assets and a lot of attractive young players that he can be, who he can deal. One of those young players who's trying to continue to improve his value, not only for the other teams in the league, but for the Wizards as well, uh, is Danny Avdia. He's really starting to come into his own. Uh, explain to me the impact that the Rui Hachimura trade had on not only his minutes, but maybe his confidence. It seems like we're seeing Danny be much more aggressive here, and it's obviously helped that second unit out. I think he. I think it's a lot easier for any player, even a veteran player, let alone a young player, to gain some sort of rhythm on the court when – uh, he has more minutes and trading Rui did, did that wasn't the reason really why they traded Rui, but it's a side effect of it. Uh, the, the more minutes Denny has, the, the more chance he gets to, to have those shooting attempts and, and to feel comfortable in a game. And I think he's, I think it has made a big impact on his confidence and uh, yeah, he's the young guy on this team more than any of the others really who has to take a step up, particularly in his half-court play 
on offense. His defensive play is good. Uh, he has one of the toughest matchups, if not the toughest matchup every night when the Wizards play. But offensively in the half court, he's got to start hitting threes. Yeah. Uh, and he's got to cut down on the turnovers. And uh, it would also be nice if he finishes at the basket better and with more authority and hit his free throws. But uh, he is able to defend, and if he can bring up the other aspects of his game, then he becomes a, a tremendously valuable player for them. When you look at this roster as a whole, Josh, when they made the move to slide Daniel Gafford into the starting lineup, you wondered how that would affect the rest of the rotation. It seems like right now, uh, as Taj Gibson's being the one playing you know, most of the minutes uh, off the bench at the five spot, it seems that they could upgrade at that spot. Uh, do you anticipate them trying to be aggressive there at the deadline? And then maybe do you foresee Daniel Gafford potentially going back to the bench once this team is fully healthy? No, I think that Wes Unseld Jr. is going to continue with this two-big lineup uh, to start games and to start the third quarters for the foreseeable future. I don't think that they, in terms of their attempts to upgrade, I think those will be centered around small forward and point guard. Uh, less on center. I think that they feel pretty good about how their center rotation is. And, and uh, Gibson has given them a list when they've asked him to play. Um, so I... The, the position is really to, to look forward to look for for Thursday's deadline, where they're going to try to upgrade. I think will be the three and the one. Now the the guard spot is is interesting to me because they obviously uh, get Kendrick Nunn in exchange for Rui Hachimura. Uh, the development of Jordan Goodwin, I think, has definitely been a bright spot. So it seems like they've already got depth at that position. Yet you're saying you you still envision them trying to make more of an upgrade. Would that be you know a guard that can come in and potentially replace Monty Morris as the starter, or are we looking at somebody who could play more of a complementary role off the bench with Delon Wright? No, I think ideally they would like to have a significant upgrade at, at, at point guard, um, particularly at, a, at the starting position where someone's a kind of a two-way player, someone who adds a little bit more defensively than Monte adds and offensively is a little bit more dynamic in terms of uh, being able to get into the lane and to create. Uh, again, tough, tough uh, sledding for them to make that upgrade. They're happy with Monte Morris, but right. he's not a star point guard, and neither is DeLon Wright. And to be a, a top-level team in this league, you, got, you have to have, these days, top-level perimeter players, and uh, they are you know, in the middle of the pack at point guard, um, maybe even a little bit worse. So uh, they still haven't found their long-term solution. Monte Morris and DeLon Wright have been a good solid duo, but that's one area where they they can improve and will look to improve. Same with the three, by the way. Same with the three. Monty Morris, obviously, uh, part of that deal that happened this summer that brought himself and Will Barton over here uh, in exchange for Contavious Caldwell Pope. Uh, Assess the other part of that trade, talking about Will Barton. Obviously, uh, there were high hopes for him coming into this season, being a Baltimore native, you know, coming home and playing in front of his family. It obviously has not worked out for him. Uh, if they aren't able to, you know, move him at the deadline, uh, do you think it's a situation where they'll try to let him work himself back into the rotation as the season progresses, or could we be seeing him potentially get bought out here? That that aspect of the trade has been a tremendous disappointment for them. He's He's played a little bit better over the last, on that last trip to, to Houston, to Texas, 
but he's been a tremendous disappointment. And part of that is also on the coach. Uh, the coach, the head coach knows exactly what Will Barton's uh, skills are from having coached him as an assistant coach in Denver. And those skills haven't been unlocked. Now, maybe you could say he really, his game really diminishes because he's not next to Jokic. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, but I think everyone within the team ex- and Barton himself expected uh, to be a better contributor. Uh, I think it's going to be tough to move him in a trade uh, on Thursday, unless it, his salary is aggregated with someone else's. Uh, but if and when he is not traded, I expect him to be a natural buyout candidate because this season, I think he's lost a, a lot of money on the, uh, on the free agent market this upcoming off season. Yeah. And uh, he would welcome an opportunity to show what he can do. Cause he's a much better player than he's shown here. That I'm confident of. We're joined right now on the BetQL guest hotline by Josh Robbins, who covers the Washington Wizards for The Athletic. Uh, you can give him a follow on Twitter at Joshua B. Robbins. The injury bug, Josh, let's go back to that. It seems to hit this team at the most inopportune times this weekend. It hurt them bad. Uh, Friday night, they lose Bradley Beal uh, in that basketball game. And the following night, Kyle Kuzma exits early with an ankle injury. Can you give us the latest on their status moving forward? So Kuzma's out for tonight. It's unclear how, uh, how severe that injury is. We'll get a better sense uh, in a little while. Uh, as for Beal, I, I think that he's made progress. He looked really sharp this morning at shoot-around, at least in his shooting drills after the shoot-around ended. Uh, would not surprise me uh, to see if he's back on the floor very, very soon. We mentioned some of the young guys. We talked about Denny Avdia earlier. Uh, Johnny Davis, someone else that that piques my interest, the Wizards' first-round pick from this summer. Uh, Mixed reviews from his performance in the G League. I don't know how much you've gotten a chance uh, to sit down and watch the go-go play, but from your vantage point, uh, where is he at in his development, and and do we expect him on the main roster anytime soon? I I think think you were a little bit charitable in how you you described the mixed reviews. Yeah. For the G League play, for the G League play, yes, he's looked a little bit better. But you want the tenth overall pick, even if he is young, even if he is uh, inexperienced on the pro level, to, to be more efficient and, and to be able to do more on offense in terms of of countering the way he's being defended and, and being a little bit more creative. But that's so far that hasn't been his game. Uh, I don't anticipate him moving into the rotation with the big league team anytime soon. Uh, They've got some good depth on the wings, although if Will Barton is indeed bought out, uh, that would change it just a little bit. Um, They would never say so publicly, but his play has got to be a concern, a severe concern for them. I can't put it any other way, uh, except to note that, he was an okay player as a freshman at Wisconsin and he really turned it on his sophomore year. I think um, they should expect an improvement going into next season, but how large that improvement can be um, is cause for concern is cause for concern. You know, Josh, not to, you know, try to harp on the negatives here, but that if you chalk Johnny Davis up as a lost cause for his rookie season, it seems like now that's the third straight year Washington uh, has had a top 10 pick in, in the NBA draft and really haven't gotten the most out of the guy, so to speak. I know Corey Kispert, former top 10 pick, 
Denny Avdia, former top 10 pick. Now, obviously, when you look at Kispert and Avdia, two guys that have specific skill sets that will be able to translate and keep them in this league for a long time. But, Josh, the difference right now, it seems like, between Washington and some of their counterparts in the Eastern Conference is that they're hitting on their draft picks, and Washington simply isn't. Uh, when you have Bradley Beal on a $250 million max extension, you could definitely use some cheap talent and hitting on your draft picks uh, would definitely aid to that cause. It would be huge. And I'm, I guess I'm even listening to myself as an objective journalist, I'm listening to myself, I'm getting depressed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a huge problem for them. Benny has a chance to, to, to blossom. He's only 22. Corey Kispert, I believe he was the 15th pick last year. He's, He's really reaching his potential, which is good. But they have to somehow do better. Uh, you know, they have to find some sort of all-star quality player at some point when they draft. And really, their last highly successful draft pick, uh, you could argue, was Otto Porter Jr. Yeah. In, in 2013. And that's, yes, I understand they didn't have first-round picks in all of those years after that. But still, they've got to do better. Uh, and th- that's one of the reasons why they are in the predicament that they're in. They've hit, with Avdia and Kispert, they've hit solid doubles. But at some point along the way, you've got to hit a home run. I'm sorry to mix sports. Even I'm getting confused. Yeah, oh, it's, it's real. But, but you've got to do that at some point. And um, they've been a very conservative drafting team uh, where, they've, where they've picked, uh, which you would hope didn't have many mistakes, but so they have not had any home runs either recently, and that's a huge problem. Yeah, it definitely has been for them. And if they're going to, you know, turn this thing around, you you definitely could use some more production from your young guys. Question for you, Josh, and I know you're somebody who's around this team on a day to day basis, and you get to talk to the guys in the locker room. Uh, there was something that surfaced over the weekend via Wizards Twitter. It, the, the wife of Bradley Beal uh, favoriting uh, negative Wes Unsell Jr. tweets on Twitter. From your vantage point and what you're hearing, uh, how pleased are, are the players with how Wes Unsell Jr. is done? And uh, how fair is it to be critical of him being that this is only his second year ever being a head coach? There aren't any whispers among the players about uh, – about Wes. Uh, Kyle Kuzma the other night after the loss to Portland yeah. on Friday said he had, they didn't make adjustments. And um, that's a fair criticism. Ultimately, yes, it is Wes's second, uh, second year as a head coach, but he had tremendous amount of experience and he's a tremendously intelligent person. Uh, but ultimately, there are really three people who are really most responsible for how an NBA team plays. It's the two best players, um, in this case, probably the three best players, with a heavy emphasis on Bradley Beal, and the head coach. And he's responsible for how a team, whether a team maximizes its talent. And in that second half against Portland, they didn't. They didn't. Uh, in the second half against Brooklyn, even with Kuzma and Beal out, and then Porzingis uh, fouling out late in the game, they didn't. So, um, the head coach is, a per, is responsible for how a team plays, along with the best two, the, in this case, best three players. And uh, he's got to bear the responsibility for, for those two losses as well. Josh, the NBA trade deadline coming up Thursday. I'll let you go on this. If, if you were a betting man, uh, would you say the Wizards made a move on Thursday or no? 
yes, I think that they will wind up making a move before uh, the deadline. I do. And it's not necessarily going to be a major move, but they are going to try to upgrade. And because of some of the limitations they have in terms of the number of draft picks that they can send out, uh, it may be one of those moves on the margins, but they are going to, I do think that they will make a move. All right, Josh, I appreciate you giving me some time, buddy. My pleasure, Linnell. Thanks for having me. Big thanks to Wizards insider Josh Robbins, who covers the team for The Athletic, getting us up to speed on the latest with the D.C. family. And that is going to put a bow on this Monday night edition of Overtime. Make sure you give me a follow on Twitter at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. I'm back with you same time, same place tomorrow following Grant and Danny right here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.